said and she said you need to pay attention If they make the comment then it's worth the mention Jamil and Shatora you know they got the scoop At work talking about what black people do If you ain't real then you probably won't feel this It's all facts you know they coming with the realness Or pettiness either way you are getting it Uncut, unfiltered, and unedited Lifting up the culture, you know how it's gotta be Making words work, give it to you tongue and cheek Forget that water cooler, we like tea sweet This is boss talk reserved for the beast sweet Beast sweet, beast sweet Boss talk is reserved for the beast sweet Beast sweet, beast sweet Cool it out or you'll end up on that beast sweet Welcome back to another edition of the B-Suite Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jamil. This is Shatora. What's going on, Shatora? We're back again for part three. Oh my God. This, this incredible is conversation. Yo, this this is conversation crazy. has been crazy. Oh my God. My braids were unraveling the last one. Yeah. They come in- <laughs> I just think it was a much needed conversation though. You know? Um, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. And like having a conversation with the ladies and then the fellas, like my mind was blown. I came in not expecting anything. Yeah. And um, yo, like I might not talk to the girls again, but me and the fellas. <laughs> We go, <laughs> we good money. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, was, but I think it was great to have those different perspectives, you know, to have, you know, and the way we did it too, um, yeah. having women on to get um, solely their perspective. Yeah. Having the fellas on getting solely their perspective. Yeah. And now we got everybody. We got everybody. We got everybody. Well, you know. except for Maddie. Yeah. Can I do that song? The Gen Z are ghosted us, but we got everybody else around the room. Yeah. We got we got all the millennials in the house. Yeah. So <laughs> we get no, y'all. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we're um, excited to have everybody back on to kind of wrap up this conversation about black male privilege and you know, if it's a thing and if it is a thing, you know, how do we overcome this thing? You know, and, and again, I think we had some very spirited conversations over the past uh, couple of weeks um, around this topic. So this is going to be really interesting today just to kind of get everybody's perspective on it. You know, so I'm excited. I'm excited what this conversation is about to bring today. Ooh, so we're going to start off with something a little crazy. Is this blackmail privilege or is this just crazy? So I was at work in my boss's office when like, you know how the news app sends notifications yeah. and I got the notification. T.I. says he takes his daughter to the doctor every year to check her hymen. And I threw my phone. I screamed and I threw my phone. Yeah. I was mortified by this. And, and I'm gonna be honest. My initial reaction was like, who the heck would do this if they didn't think they could get away with almost anything. So anyways, better him tell it than me. So. So, yeah, so let's, let's uh, take a listen to this clip. I um, mean, we want to, uh, we're going to come back and get everybody's opinions on it. Not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> oh. we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh, you g- hey. <laughs> I'm done with you right now. So, you know, do you go with her? Yes, yes, I go with her. Somebody check on Deja. I go with her. She's a prisoner. Girl. So let me tell you, right? So, so this is one time oh, we no. go. I think this might have been after her 16th birthday. So, 
You guys just heard that. So first of all, I mean, we didn't even introduce our, our guests, even though they were on the show before. But back we have with us, we have Mark. We have my guy, Reggie. Yeah. We got Chad. Um, of course, we got Kua. Hey, hey. You know, so we appreciate you guys coming back. So this was, it was interesting. You know, T.I. talking about how they have yearly checks to um, the gynecologist with his daughter so they can check her hymen. <laughs> I don't have kids, you know, but I know if I, I, I don't, I'll, I'll get into my opinion in, in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of get, you know, from the fellas first. I want to talk to the fellas first. All right. You know, chat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's bring it to you. you. You have kids, brother, right? You have, you know, you have a daughter and would this be a thing? Like, is this something that you could see yourself doing, you know, you know, checking. Your uh, don't, say it, don't say it. Checking the hymen. I, man, I really didn't want to go first because I didn't want to. Uh, uh, <laughs> but no, it's not something that I would do. I mean, obviously, T.I. has been known to be a little eccentric about himself as a, as a character, as, a, as an artist, but then also as a parent, especially with his daughters. So I. I did hear that clip and I thought, I, I didn't think that it was even a real thing. I didn't, I didn't well, think he was a real thing. I didn't think he was serious, serious until the backlash. And, um, you know, it's, it's obvious, it's not something that I agree with. I mean, I, that's, that's very weird to me. My daughter is not of that age. So although I'm not, you know, uh, I don't have a daughter, a teenage daughter, uh, I couldn't imagine myself even having anything to do with it's that super process. Right. I think that's what it, that's what it is at the end of the day. Right. It's just but, dad. So know, yeah. people would argue that he's just being protective of his daughter. So, you know, so in that regard, you know, I could, I, I I'm not going to say that I, I see where he's coming from because I don't. Yeah. But that's his daughter. And obviously there's going to be um, backlash, but those are kids. So. Yeah. Mark, you turned up your face you right know. now. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you saw me? Yeah. No, I, when you said people are going to argue, I was, I was like, who? Like, no, no. no but, these, are, these have been real arguments. But, I mean, but no. And, but has been coming, in, but coming to defense. I, I do see, especially, and come on, y'all, in this day and age, we live in a very evil world at times. And the, you know, sexual abuse, sexual assault, molestation, that's real. So from that standpoint, it's, well, I don't want to find out years later that my daughter was the victim of molestation or sexual assault by a neighbor or a teacher or something. I want to know yearly, hey, is this still intact or is there something going on that she didn't tell me about? Now, if that if that was his only motivation for doing that, you might get a pass from me. I thought it was just. It was crazy, but I didn't look at it. Jamil did allude to that. That just clicked in my head. Like from a safety standpoint, you can look at it from that point. But if it's just, no, I want to control your sexual life, your sexual preferences. And I want you to have start engaging in sexual activity at an age and time when I think it's okay as T.I., well, then that's a problem. I blame Tiny. <laughs> and where's yeah, the mom? I, this is all that where's the mom though? Is, where is this girl's mama at? Yeah, let her do that, right? This is ridiculous. Yeah, this like, is something that I feel like he's teaching her from this young age. I don't know. I, I feel like he's teaching her a couple different things. First and foremost, I have to take you and get proof myself as your father that it's still intact. Like, where is the, the trust? Where's the conversation? How are you building that relationship with your daughter yeah. to begin with? And how are you discussing sex and other things like that relationships with her? If this is how you are choosing to teach her this. Oh, cool. Are you assuming this guy is having any conversations at all? Well, I, I'm definitely assuming that. But if you're doing this and you're talking about it on 
TV or on social media. That's and then that's my other problem, right? Like, what is his daughter going through after this? Does she want people to know that this is something that happens? I know at that age, you know, going to the doctor, that wasn't something that I wanted broadcasted to everybody. This is my health. This is something that should stay with me. No. Yeah. Reggie, you like you got a difference of opinion. I I'm just listening. I just want to know what the problem is. Like what 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 are you guys mad at? Like what what's the issue? Oh, so you don't see a problem. No, I didn't no, say no, that. I, didn't say that. I said us, identify it yeah, so I can yeah. properly respond to that. Okay. I just want to know what you guys see as the issue. Well, so cool you touched let me, on it. You, you let me go? I'm a go. Yeah, but you I know I want you, you to go. Go. If there's anybody I, I want to hear this. Okay. So for me, there's several layers of issues <laughs> in this. Number one is that she's a child, right? And this is her medical health, which is a protected right uh-huh. for folks. And I understand that parents have to sign off on certain things, but this is not a medical emergency. Uh-huh. This, is, this is something that he has created an issue around and is now forcing his daughter to seek medical treatment over something that's not an emergency. In my opinion, that's abusive, right? That is one step closer to female genital mutilation, right? That's extreme, right? That's extreme. Well, it's not that. Remember, Alabama did pass a castration bill for uh, sexual offenders. So it's not that unknown or uncommon in America. But I'm just saying, like, to me, this is a civil injustice, Right. This is going beyond like anything that's healthy. It taking your child to the doctor to see to get verification of whether or not they've engaged in in consensual sex. Right. Okay. First of all. Okay. Second of all, is that he what you didn't hear is that he has a different standard for his daughters than he does for his son. Mm-hmm. He did say yeah. so that's another issue for me because now he's normalizing more misogyny in his own household and raising his sons to see women as disposable. Whereas his daughter has to live up to this purity standard that men don't have to. So that's very confusing. Mm -hmm. So it's a double standard in and of itself. And that's harmful. Right. And then also he's putting so much emphasis on sexuality when he himself is a well-known philanderer. Thank you. (laughs) A well-known philanderer Philanderer. repeatedly and how he treats his wife does not reflect the restrictions that he puts on his daughter Uh or the freedoms that he gives to his sons. Right. So all around something wrong with this dude, something very, very wrong with this dude. And thank you. Like, like society for seeing this as absolutely absurd to the point where New York state introduced legislation to stop this from being able to happen. You know, you're creepy when an entire state introduces a law to stop something that you brag about doing. Okay. Well, that, thank you for identifying. <laughs> yeah. Thank I, you for clarifying could you, that Could you touch me. on that real quick though? Um, that what? law? Because I read something about that, but what 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 was the legislation that Basically was Basically, that doctors couldn't sign off on that. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, on right. parental checks? Because that's basically what it was. It was like a parental check. Her hymen. Yeah, but keep in mind, if you look, if you, and I know you heard the clip, like, remember, he did say he he stayed, he stayed outside. He stayed outside in yeah, the, the, in the waiting room. Can't disclose, like, that's something a doctor. But he said in the clip what, that he, she had to authorize 
the doctor to and share the information. That that's done? You're an attorney too. Don't you think that that's being done under duress? Do you really think? I think she she's 18 now. No, but if she lives with him, he's her sole source of support and income. Oh, do you really coerced. think she okay. has? She's coerced to do this because okay. if she doesn't do it, surely there were spoken, if not unspoken, consequences. Yeah. I think there's a lot of assumptions in a lot of yes. Your I made I made a lot of assumptions, but they were educated assumptions. I'm not saying they're not. I mean, I don't, I don't think you you would come to any conclusion that's not educated and <laughs> from my experience with you. So I don't I don't doubt that at all. But um, not facts are still not facts. So and I I do understand the concern and I kind of address them like per thing, right? So one at the core of it, like he's a Southern black man who at the core really just wanted to manage the well-being of his daughter. Now, whether you agree with it or not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I I'm don't. just saying let's identify, <laughs> let, let, cause, cause you identify it from your perspective. Okay. I'm saying let's identify it from let's the devil's advocate, right? So okay. I'm saying there is a possibility that this is just a traditional thing as black men. We know a black, black Southerners do things totally different than how we are accustomed to doing them up north, right? We may have gotten some of those traditions passed down to us, but they just, it's just a lot of things in their nature that may not calculate to us in a normal way. Just flat out. One, one thing. This is incredible. I'm liking the build up this. I'm not going to lie. That's fine. That's fine. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. And again, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that he's right. I'm just saying, let's identify some things at the core of it. Because I think what happens is when we, when we make mistakes as black people we're so we're so busy to call us the thing you almost labeled him like this serial like bad person and I just don't understand how he got that title from if we just take in perspective what he was trying to do which was have healthy understanding of his daughter's sexual activity now Reggie if you saw go ahead what is quote unquote healthy? Well, I, again, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. But to, your, right. to your point and you saying like, this is all he was trying to do. And even sure. playing devil's advocate, cause I don't, you know, I don't know if you agree with this or not, Right. but I don't, I don't, what is For record, considered, I don't agree. Oh, okay. Okay. But what is considered healthy? Do you I think mean, that it's healthy to say to your daughter? And I feel like, wasn't this, you know, as, as long as her hymen was intact, wasn't she rewarded too? Based off so. of this, wasn't it like, okay, she's rewarded because she can get whatever, I don't know. If it so was don't like, break your hymen and I'll give you a car. Right. right. So, I mean, yes. I guess to that, to that point too, like, how is that considered healthy? How is that healthy for a young woman to even understand or explore her own sexuality? Well, so, so I, what, I, what, what, I, what I would answer that question, I'm not sure what is defined as healthy, right? But I know within our community that probably isn't the, if we dug down deep into how the practices of parents and sexual conversations happen, I'm sure that's not the only example of unhealthy parenting in the sexual sector, right? So I'm not saying that he's not wrong with that. I just feel like the hyper reaction that we have, especially as a black community on one another, it has to be tamed down because if not, we constantly throw each other out. We constantly so are, I, are, are part of the cancel culture. So, so here, okay. So T.I. been canceled, He's a good artist. In my house. In my house. He's a good artist. I'd call Tiny and we'll talk. Get Tiny on the phone. how do you, can I ask brother Reggie just, and it sounds like he doesn't condone what T.I. was doing. I think that when you, if you see something like like Birth of a Nation, where, you know, Gabrielle Union's character was forcibly subjected into that. And you're talking about in 2019, no less 2020, a person publicly, you know, saying whether you're healthy or not, 
you're going to the doctor once a year and you are subjecting yourself to a vaginal search and and that's what it is. And that's and that's a vaginal said, exam because I said so. I consider that if abusive. you think that that does not there's not going to be some psychological toll on that young woman or right. or even well, other women hearing it that that's a problem. Right. And what I, and and so and that this is really like a male female issue because for me anybody exerting dominance mm-hmm. over my vagina mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. really and I'm sorry I said that for shock value. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got a little weird. Everybody got a little, they were like, oh my God. But anybody doing that, any, anybody who says, you know what, I'm father or not, like you're going to do this is just downright wrong. And, and when we talk about healthy, right, I want to talk about healthy because healthy is when you empower an individual to make positive choices for themselves. Agreed. He is not empowering his daughter or giving her any tools to be able to make in this instance. Maybe he is in other ways, but in this instance, he is not empowering her to be able to make healthy decisions. He's teaching her that if you do what I say, you'll be rewarded. And that is not healthy because he is now just indoctrinating her. He, the cult of T.I. OK, so so I, I think that this is a, I don't personally agree with T.I.'s actions but I think it's a larger parental issue. And so, you know, when you say that, you know, he's coercing her and, um, you know, he's dominating her actions, I mean, that he's the father, okay? So I was coerced by my, my father dominated my actions for damn sure. So, so did your so, father t- say, you have to go to the doctor every year and he's going to put his finger up your bum? He did not. Okay. But if he did, I would have had to have a finger up my bum. I mean, that's, that's my daddy. <laughs> I couldn't be like, no daddy, we're going to fight. Like, how am I going to go to? So that's one, that's one thing. And then the other thing is, it, as a parent, you do 1000 free things for your kids every day. So if, you know, if 999 of them are uh, helpful, uplifting, et cetera. And one of the, and I'm not, I don't mean to downplay TI because I, to me, TI is ridiculous, especially if you're saying this, uh, you know, publicly, but there are other things that parents do. I mean, as a parent, you have to mold your child. You have to give them the, um, the upbringing and the values that you feel like you got. So, so kind of what Reg was alluding to, alluding to, although I, I don't feel like there's much difference between Southerners and Northerners. You don't know what T.I.'s mother, father was doing. You don't know what his experience, what he saw as uh, what was healthy parenting. Well, wait, wait so, well, I'm jumping to be here, Reggie. Because so, I have so much so, to so say. I, I don't think that anybody could say what's healthy or not in somebody else's household. Okay. I'm sorry. So just because, and I, okay. So I will disclaim that I am not a parent and I don't want to be. Me neither. <laughs> I'm, no, I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. But just because it's parenting does not mean it's not abusive and parents every day can be abusive. Right. So, and so it is the parent's responsibility as the adult to be nurturing to their child. And I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I mean, like I can't give them the, you're just being a parent pass. Now, if we were talking about his values on premarital sex or sex before a certain age, that's none of my business. You, you ingrain in your child, what you want to, you say, as do as I say, not as I do all day. That's none of my business. It is really when, when you, when you get in, like you use a medical professional 
to examine your daughter, I have very strong opinions on the ethics behind all of that. So what if she, what if, and this is just hypothetical, what if she was pregnant and the, for whatever reason, the parents were unaware that she was pregnant and she wasn't telling the truth of whether she was pregnant or not. Could you see the parents saying, look, we're going to get to the bottom of this. You're going to the doctor and we're going to see if you're pregnant. Well, so I don't know HIPAA law, but I'm sure HIPAA has a thought on that. Right. Like people are protected for a reason because you don't know if if revealing. Well, you don't know the ramifications of revealing someone's health medical history is. And so that's why doctors aren't supposed to do that is because it could lead to other things that are even more abusive, whether that's withholding resources or physical violence or someone's actual life. But nobody. So you're thinking of a healthy parent. Right. Right. Assuming assuming that uh, this is a healthy situation. It's not. Uh, No, 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 no. I I refuse Uh, to. Guys, my braids are unraveling again. we're still, we're still in hypothetical mode and assuming that this is a hypothetical, healthy family situation. Can a parent bring their daughter to the doctor for something that the daughter will not disclose? I don't know. I mean, I if, if she's know. pregnant at 13, if she has a baby inside of her, it is going to impact me and my household because who going to feed the baby? Me. Who going to have the baby? Me. So I need to know. And, if you are pregnant and, because you're not going outside for the next couple and okay. weeks because you're, you're, but you're I can't pregnant. take that outside of, I can't take, I, I hear you because you're a good father and you care about your children and you would never do anything knowingly to harm your child. See, I may care about his child. Right. I, I don't know if he does I, or but, not. But, but I get may, your he perspective. Might. What I'm saying is that it's hard for me to take that outside of the context of what will happen in other cultures for that. You know, like in some societies, there's honor killings. You know, women are viewed like if, if a, a woman can't even like walk down the street with another man, you know, and if she does... In order to glo- to dignify the household, a male in the home has to kill the daughter. So, I mean, that's why HIPAA laws and there's protections around health privacy. So I hear you because you're a loving, caring person and father. However, people crazy. So, you're, so, so let me sure. your issue is that this could be practice somewhere else where it may not result in such a non-consequential res- issue. Like that isn't, that him and his daughter don't have a beef, but you're saying that maybe somebody else does that and the daughter is miserable and she kills herself by the time she gets 19. It's, I, mean, I just want to make I sure. Mean, that- we don't know how her daughter, how his daughter is going to be. I hope she's going to counseling and I don't know. But see, what- well, I, I say that because I, I feel like, again, you, you you are inserting your opinion into the lives of, of the people actually going through the circumstances. Right. So so our commentary is based on your your insertion of of your thoughts and not of actually we don't we don't we don't we don't know necessarily if she's had, had a problem at all. Again, and why I bring this up is because and why I brought up the background is because if he felt so comfortable to say that on air. It's not because he was doing it in some hurtful way. He really thought he was doing what's right for his child. Because he's a creep and doesn't no, know it's it. not, that's not that's not a so, fair assessment. But, to, that's not a fair assessment you, to say though. You mentioned us inserting ourselves. We ain't insert nothing. 
he brought this to public light and public opinion. But no, you, you asserted I mean? you asserted that 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 the, that the daughter has a, a mental issue that she's going to be destroyed because this. Or somehow her life is not going to be the same. She's definitely going to need counseling. Like I don't well, think that necessarily I mean, is the if case, you think especially about- if your if your family raises you that way, right? If your mom raises you to love pit bulls, right, and somebody in a pit bull bites you, you're not like, oh my god, I'm so traumatized for life. You 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 used to this. You're this used lifestyle. to that, but are you used to your your um pure quote unquote purity or your hymen being intact or not being talked about amongst the masses. Right, right, right. Is that something that's healthy to you? And I guess that's the, that's so my not a, question. So I guess I was asking, is the conversa- is the issue the conversation was had publicly or is the issue that he was actually, what, what, what he was I doing? I think it's both. First and foremost, how old was the girl? She was 18. 18 but he's been she's doing it. Now, he's, he's been, been doing it since she was like 14 now, or something, something like that. I, okay, so first and foremost, as a woman, I would not want that discussed on a national sure, scene. I agree. I want my my body to be discussed with me. You know what I mean? And at that age, yes, you do have parents do have oversight in terms of your health because mm-hmm. you're not an adult an adult yet. Right. Like you're just not you're not 18. You can't do all that. But I just feel like it's that it's being it's being talked about on that scene. But then also I'm asking, is that a healthy way to go about talking about your virginity? I don't know. I don't think that it is. I don't think that you getting your hymen tested every year just to make sure that you're still a virgin is it's healthy. Agree. And way. one that's that doesn't guarantee that you're and not it a doesn't. Virgin. And we know that. <laughs> so you can ride a bike. That's listening, like, you can ride a bike and your hymen can be broken and, by you riding a bike. Absolutely. And so, that was mentioned in the article. So it's ridiculous. Well, yeah. he 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 claims she don't ride no bike. She don't ride no bike. She don't ride no horses. Just give me the results. And and to touch on what Shatoro was saying is is Anacor really is that you know, let's not forget our society is very, you know, we can be very satirical. We parody a lot of things. Just like, you know, when the whole R. Kelly video came out. Dave Chappelle came out with a hilarious <laughs> parody of that. So, you know, this girl has to go to college. This girl has to live her life. What happens to those guys that are walking past her on a campus? Hey, let me check your hymen. You know what I mean? It is, Akua touched on it. Her yearly hymen checks are now in the, before the public consumption. So, there are going to be people that parody that, that laugh at that, that point and, you know, maybe put signs on her back or something. And, and so the thing is, she might not need therapy now, but I guarantee she will hear about this again in her future life. I think the bigger issue was yeah. the fact that it was, it was, it was okay, said. So, well, so I will say, I, 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 I think. No, that was forced. I think it, it was forced. And also the reason why I think she should always have you know someone to talk to about this is because she's not really making this choice so whether or not she stays a virgin also isn't her choice right because she knows in a year or in whatever time period she's gonna have to get her hymen checked by a grown man but that doesn't necessarily again so all right let's be very clear kids defy rules all the time, regardless of what the results is. So to say that because she has to go to a yearly check is a guarantee she's scared to death to have sex, that may not even be the case. That's what I'm saying. There's so many assumptions that this girl does not want to do this on her own. That they didn't have a conversation who's like, well, hey, you know what time for your yearly check? All right, dad, then let me know what day it is. I'm going to leave school Well, you said he put the note on the door, so that showed that it wasn't her idea. All all I'm I'm saying is, again, the, the, the assumption is that she's doing something against her will 
or that she is being restrictive to a lifestyle that she no longer wants. Like she's this girl in a dungeon in the up in the up in the rooftop. And I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not I'm not saying that the thing is right. I just feel like the demonstrative response that we have to these things is is more detrimental than the actual topic because the way we respond doesn't it doesn't leave any kind of gauge of how mad we should be on certain topics. Like if we we just mad about this, that's why people go, oh, this topic ain't. Uh, we shouldn't be talking about this enough because y'all ain't, talk, y'all, y'all ain't had the same kind of energy when it was killing black people yeah. or y'all ain't had the same. So that's what I'm saying. Like we got to have a, mm-hmm. a measured approach to how upset we get about certain I things. Think, but okay I think the safety of women and rape culture and everything else, that's my reaction to that is really wrapped up in all of that stuff. And what, but is it, but, it, but does, that, is that, does that directly correlate with rape culture? And that, and that's my thing. Like that's a, that's a far connection to me. It's not bro. You're, you're, you're talking about a forced vaginal yeah, examination. You're that, like, right. she got kidnapped by this I, man I, in this white van. And he I makes think her go the, this thing. I it's think the fact that, I think the fact that you said it on a radio show is more so, you know, fact, looks that into was, that, was, that was where the problem really lies. Now, whether whether he should be doing it, is, I I personally think it's nobody's business, and that and that that goes for I I would say that to Ti and anybody else who has anything to say about it because it's nobody's business. So don't right. say it on the radio. Agreed. And for right. the people who heard it and has some, some some something to say about it, it, it ain't none of your business because that's. Those aren't your kids. It's our business because he made it our business. Right. Correct. Correct. At so, the end of the day. Right. Right. So, so Ti is in the wrong, but I think the, I think the topic, and especially for uh, for the venue we're at here, it's it's more so that he felt comfortable enough to say it, and that you know he felt privileged. So was it black male privilege? I I don't think so. I think it was more of a parental privilege. Yeah. People mm-hmm. feel like after they raise their kids. I could do, yeah. y- y'all do what I say. I don't care what, who, what, I don't think it had any when, nothing. How does how do you how does a young woman internalize that though? How does she process that? That, that? that now do my should I be okay with my boyfriend asking to do a vaginal check? My husband doing a vaginal right. check to make sure nope. that I'm not being unfaithful. If, if, you see what I'm saying? How, how do I? If I'm the father, yes. no. a piece of property. Her pop, but, but that's like, exactly what it is. Well, okay, so, so uh, what, if, what if as a dad, right? What if as a, what if as a, here's a theory. don't do it. Don't do it. Her body is not yours, Ti. That's it. I'm saying that. Here's my theory. No, it's not. Here's my theory. Here's my theory, y'all. Okay, okay, one at a time. All right, here's my theory, y'all. Here's my theory, y'all. If if he's a father and he's teaching her this way about this particular thing, right? I'm saying, hey, virginity works like this. I'm telling you, that doesn't mean that he's void of teaching her how to have a man treat her. Hey, don't have no grown ass man telling you you got to get your vaginal check because your dad say he ain't your dad. So again, I I, I, I can teach my kid how to how to be loved by a a, a mutual a a, a peer, and and he ain't your dad. You don't get to let him do what your parent get to do. Damn. And again, I'm not still not saying this right, but y'all again, the assumption is that he's doing this and then he's just void of all the rest of his responsibility. Well, because here's what I think. Here's and here's why I will tell you that yes, I am making that assumption. And let me tell you why I'm leading myself that way. Because it's too easy to take her to the doctor and have him check her hymen. You know, it's really hard sitting down, looking your daughter in the eyes and having a real conversation about how a man should treat you. So you assume he he never had that conversation. Absolutely. you never seen uh, Family Hustle? Never seen T.I. Family Hustle? Because I'm going to have a great conversation with his no. kids. I'm not Hold on a second. He, I, he, he, I, I'm, I'm too busy reading books. Hilarious. It, it said, you're funny. It said, he said, <laughs> in the, he said, you know, I'm not, or to T.I.'s credit, you know, agreeing with Reggie, T.I. said in the clip, we talk about sex 
We talk about this and that, and we go to do the check. So he does have some conversations. He's bragging. I, He's bragging. He, he was is. bragging, right? And that's weird. That and, was the wrong part. And, yeah. And, right. So, and, and the second thing, though, is that, like, what I would have been bragging about is how my daughter feels so comfortable coming to me. I know everything about her dating life and her personal life, you know, mm-hmm. because she trusts me mm-hmm. and I don't have. In fact, you know, she trusts me so much. I don't have to take her to the doctor to get her hymen checked because we we have that bond that the fact like it's just like if you're in a relationship and you got to check your spouse's phone. There's a there's a fundamental lack of trust. There's a lack of trust. And usually those are the ones. Right. But I'm also I also again, I also put prefaced all of that by saying you, you most parents teach what they know. So again, we are you, you're assuming that Ti quote unquote knew better based on what no, you're no, saying. Wait, 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 wait. Because I'm, I'm just saying that he. This is what he. he Ti got it, enough money to know better. But, but, you know, but, if, but it, question. Again, I'm be that bold about it. I really don't think he thought. Anything I have a was question wrong though. I genuinely don't no, think he, he thought that way. Like, my so question is, sure. what is our fascination with women's purity, anyways, from okay. the jump? So, 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 so let's 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 start there because well, I, I, I like hoes. Not my wife though. My wife. Wait, you like hoes? He said I. Like those, like those, what? No, no, I said like I like hoes. Oh, <laughs> wow! I don't know where. And then he said, I mean, oh, like, "Welcome like, to the B suite, everyone." Okay, okay, but no, this is would be that, right? I mean, the, I was well, I don't know if that's the opposite. I, jumped, I, jumped I don't think that there. hoes has to be the opposite of purity. I, I think there's some some there's some middle ground. No, I'm just joking. I'm so sorry, audience. I'm just joking. And he's engaged. But that is yes, exactly. Okay, I'll just say he likes he likes women who are. Sexually exploratory. I think there. I really was being funny, but to her point, I was just saying I think that the women who are quote unquote uh, perceived as not pure get a bad rap, and I just was saying I, I I like women who can explore and talk about sexuality and have that confidence, and usually those people are considered unpure. That, that's all. But I'm the question, but that's the bigger question, right? So we have such a fascination when it with women when it comes to purity, but in the same conversation, I think Mark, you mentioned it before. He doesn't. Is he talking to his sons about that? No, or he is specifically that a, mentioned in a, the a clip. badge of honor that you're your true. His your fifteen year old son children yeah. are out here doing them. He, you don't care about that, but you care about it when it comes to a woman. So yeah. I, that's my question. What is the fascination with? Women's purity, and the reality is, to the hoes that you mentioned, <laughs> they are, you know, it's somebody's daughter out here that's doing that, right? So, and, and obviously, Ti, you out here extramarital, whatever, you enjoying something else too. So the point is, why is it such a fascination at this young age? Instead of creating that that conversation about what did it, how do you want to be treated? What type of, um, you know, relationships do you want to be in? And having cut. Conversations about healthier topics is as it, it relates a to relationships. Fascination, though, or is it absolutely. more? Absolutely, it's a, it's a fixation. It's, it's, a, it's a fixation. Yeah, it's the beginning the of time. The chastity belts I'm from back in the day. No, it's always been. Yeah, a virgin, a virgin got a bigger dowry. Yeah, well, I think I think Ti's situation it could be relation to how he treats women, right? I don't want I don't want you to. It could be practicing the stuff that I. It's usually a guilt thing. A lot of times, like these girls out here that I know, he like goes too. But what's healthy? I'm really sorry I said that, y'all. I'm so sorry. He's really a great guy, everybody. But what's healthy? What's healthy is to to show his daughter how valuable she is, and to make her as dogged as possible, where she knows not to take no shorts from a man, and not to deal with men like him, and not to and say, "Look, sweetie, I'm a hoe." 
<laughs> right? I'm a hoe. Oh, T.I. saying yeah, this. Okay, T.I. Okay, not me saying that. But T.I. <laughs> saying, look, sweetie, I'm a hoe. And this is, you know what would be great? And this is, uh, I didn't, I just thought about this. If T.I. were honest with his daughter about how he treats women. I, I agree. No, that's that, a good point. That would be freaking amazing. And I if agree. he sat on, on, on that podcast and said, you know what? I sit down and I have conversations with my daughter about how I've disrespected women in the past. I go a step forward. I think all men need to do that. So right. as we're we talking this conversation, we that's do. a conversation most men do not have with their children, no. especially their daughters. They no, because all the whole conversation is about abstinence. It is not about empowerment. It is not about teaching your daughter to value herself, right? You, the only thing she's supposed to value is her virginity, right? And men get to value so many other things above and beyond that. It's true. Uh, agreed. Agreed. But, but also I think that this brings up a, another topic um, of uh, uh, double standards. So how, um, you know, for your daughter, you would expect these certain things. And for your sons, you expect something different. And there's a lot of different views around that. Um, but I would, I would, I would submit to the table that maybe um, there's a difference between a woman losing her virginity and a man losing his virginity. Um, a lot of times people try to equate um, uh, uh, the sexual experience of a man and a woman as the same thing. And I don't know, I don't know the answer one way or another, but I don't know if they are the same experience. So out of, out taking pregnancy out of the equation, what is the difference? I see no difference. Uh, penetration. Do your finger feel violated or the ear? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we're also talking about <laughs> heteronormative <laughs> conversations too, right? Heteronormative. Yes. What about in situations where it might be LGBTQ? Are you, is it penetration goes both ways in that way? I, I Does it not? I wasn't taking that so in, then, into account. I, okay. I was talking about heteronormative. So okay, yeah, but let's, yeah. I'm just saying like when we talk about women and men, your sons that are gay are also getting penetrated in that way. So I, I, I may, I, I may, <laughs> I may, their purity should be uh, preserved. <laughs> yes. I, I so, treat my gay son but just like also, my But also, you know, the thing is, and this is where it begins and ends. Is it consensual? Is it consensual? Why does anything else matter if... If it was some now, I get it. There's, 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 there are standards, right? Like, especially if you come from a religious home, right? And you, you, there's an expectation for, and the expectation is the same for everyone that they are to remain pure until marriage and all that stuff and the sanctity of marriage and not. And, and I get that and I understand that. But outside of that scope, if it's consensual, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm a woman. I don't know the difference between sex for a man and a woman. It should be enjoyable. It should be consensual. And that's pretty much it. Jamil. Okay. No, so we're actually going to have to continue this conversation on Facebook, y'all. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, got, we have to wrap. This is a really, really good conversation. Man. It's a really good conversation. We could be talking about this stuff for hours, forever, forever but we have to wrap up the conversation, y'all. Um, this is, wow, this is a really, really good conversation. Man, thank you for having us, man. This was <laughs> really, I really, really enjoyed this, man. No, I we really, got to have you guys come back because I really feel like, you know, uh, you know, to hear these different perspectives, uh, it's, 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 it's truly incredible, you know, because this is such a, um, a hot topic, you know, I'm talking about the purity of, of women, I'm talking about, uh, you know, where 
uh, as a parent, we, you know, where, where do we, where do we draw the line? Right. So um, we, but this is a conversation that I think is going to have to go beyond just this podcast. And we're going to have to take it to our B-Suite uh, community podcast Follow on Facebook as on well. Facebook. Um, but guys, listen, we want to thank you guys so much for um, contributing to this conversation. Uh, Kua, we want to thank you as well. Uh, Maddie, we want to thank her as well um, for this contributing to this conversation uh, about black male privilege. You know, um, I know we, you know, we wanted to kind of wrap up everything that we I, talked about. I have a way maybe weeks. we could wrap it up. Okay. Go around, Mark. Is black male privilege a thing? Yes or no? I think it's a thing in. Yes or in, no? In, yes. Reggie. Uh, no. Chad. No. Kua. No. All right. What about what, what, what happened? Yeah. What do you think, Shatora? I say no. So I started with a yes and I'm going to end with an I don't know. That's not a yes or no. It's not a yes or no, but I'm not. It's a thing if you make it a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That that sounds like a privilege. Uh, No, 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 no. It's an advantage. (laughs) 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 Y'all done learned me some things. Uh, All right. No, guys, I want to thank you guys again so much for uh, contributing to the conversation on this podcast. Definitely looking forward to having you guys back on. Um, talking about this, uh, uh, an, an array of issues um, that what black people talk about at work. Yo, and shout out to Charles, the producer. Yo, let's give him a big, 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 big shout out. That's my guy. My sound, that's, my, that's my sound engineer. You know what I'm saying? Um, we really appreciate Charles um, for, you know, all of his hard work. Um, another black man. Another black man contributing. Golly. I mean, this whole podcast Ooh. is super black. We black, in the black you know? side of town, in yeah, the black yeah, theater. The hood, Definitely on the black side of town. My mic is black. Yeah. <laughs> my mic is yeah. black. <laughs> he said my mic. Yo, gums is black. <laughs> I just ate some black pepper. You know? But no, um, I want to thank you guys for tuning, again, tuning in to another edition of the B-Suite Podcast. Make sure that you follow us on all of the streaming platforms and subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Uh, make sure you follow us as well on social media, facebook.com forward slash the B-Suite podcast. Um, and make sure that you contribute to the conversation as well. You know, we'll, we'll have this stuff posted up in the, um, in the Facebook page and we want you guys contributing to the conversation and, you know, we'll make sure that we, you know, we're responsive, um, on the podcast. So, uh, Shatora. Um, Mark, Reggie, Chad, Kua, Maddie, I love y'all. Jamil, you my family. Always. So this is incredible 2020. You know, we really want to do something great fresh. It's a great way to start 2020. Don't edit that out, Jamil. <laughs> no. What a beat, what a beat drop. Uh, Word, it's supposed to drop now. No, no, no. You got it now. That wasn't um, me. <laughs> okay. So um, 2020, we're back uh, and doing big things. And we're really here to elevate the conversation about what black people talk about at work. Absolutely. It's a BC podcast. Cool.